On a February morning, Eveline woke Edwin with a dark roasted coffee, a muffin, and said, Come with me, my love. I want you to meet the dearest person I know. She lives on the ground floor in the corner apartment, and she has the most amazing stories that are well worth a listen. Good, yes, let's do that. They dressed, gathered up some coffee, the remaining muffins, and walked the hallways to Julia's door. Eveline knocked and was greeted with a call from behind the door. Come in. Oh, please come in and sit with me. They entered and were greeted by the most glowing elderly woman with long white hair and a smile as bright as the morning light itself. They hugged her, exchanged kisses and muffins. Evelyn poured coffee and they sat round her table. Being an elder, she was so pleased with visitors and the chance to tell a story, to simply share a story with her friends. You, I do not know you, do I? No, I am new to Eveline, and you. My name is Edwin. You certainly have a humble smile, and I adore that. Very nice to meet you, Edwin. I am Julia. Could you do me a favor, my friend, and grab the small rabbit in the corner over there? Edwin stood and walked to the toy chest in the corner of the living room, looked, pulled a few toys until he found the rabbit. Yes, yes, that is Volo. Please bring him to the table. It's time for a story. Edwin obliged her, returned to the table and sat Volo at the center. As he did, Julia took another sip of the coffee and a nibble of her muffin. Oh, these muffins are your best ones yet, dear Eveline. Why, thank you. They must be inspired by love. Yes, yes, they are. Eveline turned into Edwin, and as she cuddled with him, her ear fell into his lap. He smiled, replaced it on Eveline's head, and kissed her. Yes, the best ones yet. Well, it's time for a story of my little guy here. Volodymyr, Volo I call him, is the most curious of rabbits who I found many, many years ago in a corner store in Ukraine when I was there visiting my great aunt. I saw that face looking at me on the other side of the window of a small toy shop. I entered and approached Volo and was about to take him when he said, Please, let me tell you my story before you decide if you truly, truly wish to take me. Oh my, certainly. Tell me, Volo. Tell me everything. He sat there and he looked at me with stern eyes and told me his story. When I was the president... There was an invasion. I tried with all the might I had to prevent the terror, but was unable to secure peace for the people of Ukraine. I must say that I felt horrible for the families that were uprooted, walking miles to Poland for freedom, while fathers and brothers and lovers stayed behind to fight, to protect what was theirs to protect as best they could. They were my friends and my family and countrymen and women and children, and I did everything possible to try to keep our peace until peace was no longer near. I stayed. 
I tried to defend our homes, but the might of men in hate is a hard force to battle. Volo continued to tell me the story of the leader of Russia who came to Ukraine to confront Volo. He was a coyote, furred and fired by hate to control, to remove him and take the land by force. As he entered the capital city, he walked directly up to Volo and opened his large mouth and howled with the howl of death, with the scent of death on his violent breath. But little Volo stood his ground, sat beneath the mouth of the beast, unafraid, unaltered by the forceful foe. And in that moment of resilient defiance, the coyote, the forceful warrior of a neighboring land, saw that he could not frighten little Volo. He turned, gathered up the army of men, the bombs, the tanks, the war, and simply returned home. Though it was too late for many of the buildings and homes of his country, though millions had fled in fear, Volo, small as he was, walked out into the streets and said in his large rabbit voice, Please, come home now. Come home to your villages and houses and rebuild with me. Oh, Volo, how sorry I am to hear this story, and of course, I will not take you yet. Please stay as long as you need, and then call me when you feel ready for a new adventure, and I will take you home to my home, where you will inspire the children I teach. Eveline and Edwin were quite transfixed on Julia's story. When she finished, she sipped her coffee and looked up at them. And now, now after muffins and delicious coffee, I want to give him to you, my new friend, Edwin. Please take him on new adventures and use him to tell not only his story of bravery, but to build your own. Oh, goodness. I wonder how I am so lucky to have someone so dear and kind as you, Julia, entrust me with such a noble character. Because you are an honest soul, I can see some of him in your stature and your eyes. Be kind to my dear friend, Volo. I will. I promise you, Julia, I will. Eveline and Edwin exchanged farewells with Julia gathered up the dishes and Volo and left. As they made their way through the hallways, Volo looked up at Edwin, smiled and said, Are you ready for peace? Edwin smiled, held Volo high above his head and said, Yes, Volo, I am.